organizing the community to help find little Ava's lost dog. And for showing incredible initiative, I am proud to present young Adolf Hitler with the key to the city. You're my hero, Hitler. Oh, shucks. I was just doing what any kid in my position would do. God bless us, everyone. Psst. Hey, Hitler. Come here, I want to show you something. What is it? You want to smoke some grass? Oh, I don't know. Come on, Daddy. Oh, all the other kids our age are doing it. Really? Yeah, really. Well, I guess if everyone's doing that, I'll try it just this once just to see what all the fuss is about. Ahoy, tent pirates, plant parents, conscious consumers, and the morbidly curious. Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. Come chat with our hosts, Captain Autoflower, the real green monster, and myself, Girl Go Grow. Grab a bouquet of your favorite flowers, apparatus of choice, and don't forget the fire while I tell you about the special companies that help keep this ship afloat. We are busy people and we demand the best for our plants. So all three of us automate our grows with Autopots. Available in over 63 countries, gravity-powered Autopot systems rely on no pumps, no timers, and no power to operate. This plant-driven automated watering is so precise, it will reduce consumption of feed while increasing yield. An effective and efficient way to delegate a little responsibility. Let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 at autopot-usa.com. If quality is the name of your game, look no further than AC Infinity. AC Infinity's grow tents, lights, accessories, and ventilation systems offer reliability and affordability along with total environmental control. Use code CULTIVATION on acinfinity.com to save even more. Frass Valley produces the highest quality superworm frass. Naturally strengthen your plants and enhance their resistance to pests and disease. Use code CC10 at FrassValley.com. We are big fans of Mass Hydroponics. Whether you're a local in Massachusetts or accessing their full online catalog, they are your one-stop shop for all of your growing needs. Use code CC10 at Mass-Hydro.com. What is going on, everybody out there in podcast land? Tuesday. Wait. It's not Tuesday. No, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Hello, my darling. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're listening to this on your on your streaming device, it, it doesn't matter. Time is concept. Uh, that's right. <laughs> it's just a flat circle, right? Um. Well, welcome, welcome, uh, 
Monster G3, how you doing, guys? What's up? Doing great, man. How are you? Happy Wednesday. I'm better than I deserve, man. Better than I deserve. Um, yeah. W- what's going on in the in the great wide world of? Uh, I saw you were at the Monster. Where the hell were you? In Detroit or something? Michigan Hash Bash. Yeah. Hash. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Rolled out with uh, Brandon from In House Tino, Fresh Coast. Um, Tori, Cuba, uh, extra large pepperoni from the pizza gang. Um, nice. that was a good trip, man. We had a fucking blast. I you brought my old man. Tino's pizza party. Yeah. Nice, man. <clears throat> like fun. Look like fun. Would you, you learn anything at the hash bash or did you just get good and ripped on some, some nice yeah, hash? I, I, the biggest lesson I learned was on the way home. Um, don't. Pay attention to your GPS when it tries to bring you into Canada to cut around <laughs> to save time. No, it's not a shortcut. Uh, it normally would be if I didn't get pulled out of my car and detained and searched. Uh, he, what? Mm-hmm. How did this happen? What they fucking do? Fucking dude. hooligan! What did mm. you do? Were you smuggling? No, I mean I had herb and shit in my car I mean, and edibles. Legal and, there, right? They don't care. Um, they don't really? care at all. No, they took all my seeds. They took all my gummies, my herb, my hash. They took it all. And then on top of it, <laughs> gave me a, a hefty $380 fine if I wanted to leave. Um, that was what? U.S. dollars. It was like 440 Canadian dollars. Dude, I felt like it was a total shakedown. It was like I didn't get arrested. I just got detained while they searched my car and took all my shit. Story oh, yeah, gets that's... better. That's total. Like some some uh, like border agents gonna be having a party. Oh tonight, yeah, man. I mean, oh dude, he knew exactly what it was too. Because I'm watching him taking all. He's like, oh, you got some wax here, eh? Oh, that's a nice bowl of hash. Yeah, and I'm like, like, oh, it looks fire. I'm yeah, gonna take it. Yeah, what a dick. That sucks, dude. So that was like four and a half, five hours. Wow, they did all that, right? Oh man. Then just when I think I'm in the clear, I'm crossing back into the U.S. border. And basically the same thing happened, except it was only about two hours and I didn't have to pay any fine. They just, they found more weed that Canada didn't find um, <laughs> and just took it and sent me on my way. But it was like a two hour affair. Yep. Good so the whole thing oh. ended up costing me like eight hours of time, uh, about 400 United States dollars and all my shit. The thing I was most disappointed about, honestly, was the seats. Like, fucking Ross had hooked me up with a bunch of gear. I got some gear off Tino. They fucking just took it all. That was bullshit. <clears throat> but I'm here. I didn't get arrested. They, they, he said to me, he goes, we could arrest you for this. You're coming into this country with, you know, illicit goods. So, huh. It's, like, bizarre, man. I mean, I don't know. Like... The one that really pissed me off was coming back into the U.S. It's in Michigan where weed is legal. Yeah, and but because it's not federally illegal, you're on federal property. They don't, fucking, they don't fucking care. No, nope, uh, Canada doesn't give a flying fuck either. Um, what, why was this the GPS's fault? Because it brought me into Canada. It brought to, you to, into Canada. To, to try to save time. It's a common thing that people do. Like oh. when you're, If you're going back to the East Coast from Michigan. Yeah. If you I can got cut it. through that little. Yeah, it saves about two hours slipper. time if you don't end up with the bullshit i had to deal with mm. man well that lesson learned uh yeah. you still i guess can't that's painful cross international borders with a sack full of herb 
and nope. assorted goodies. No, nope. even if even if in the country and the state and or you know the state you're going to or from is legal, just they're going to give you a hard time. That sucks. Yep. And U.S. had told me the herb they found if Canada had actually let me into their country, and I which they didn't. They didn't. They denied me entry. Um, if they had, if they Canada had allowed me and I got stopped in U.S. with the herb, they would have arrested me. Really? Well, what a, I guess Nicole told me that. Yeah. Like, well, you're you're just lucky Canada took your herb. Dude, you know it was fucked up. Even after all, I'm not trying to be like a fucking wise ass, but I was going through my shit and I found hash and herb that, that both parties didn't find, and and none of it was hidden really either. I wasn't ex- trying to smuggle shit. It was just in a backpack. Um, but <laughs> so they they did a pretty. Maybe good. they felt bad for you and they just left. <laughs> they, left <laughs> they left you a consolation nugget. Like this poor dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has no idea what just happened to him. We're taking uh, all this shit, we're gonna. We're going to smoke the hell out of it when we get off work tonight. Yep. But leave him a little nugget just, just for good measure. <laughs> I feel like that that's probably what happened, dude. Is what it is, man. I mean, uh, like I was talking to Brandon about it. He goes, dude, like 10, 15 years ago, he goes, you'd still be in Canada. Like, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, shit, you're lucky you didn't have to, like, cross through Russia hey. to, to get home. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. Overall, I, I don't want to put a damper on. We still had a fucking blast. Uh, yeah. Cool. So cool. it was a good time. The old good man time. had a good time. Uh, he kept nice. up all weekend, which was uh, surprising. So yeah, good time. Anybody that's never been to the Hash Bash in Michigan, I highly recommend you go. It's crazy, dude. They they fucking shut down a whole a whole hotel, and everybody's just chiefing up in this hotel, like, <laughs> fucking rooms in the lobby, like everywhere. It's bizarre. Um, Aren't there like fire codes for inside buildings? There's events like downtown and stuff too. Um, I just kind of really enjoyed the vibe in like Detroit, Michigan, Ann Arbor. Um, nice area, good people. Yeah, got to meet some some Michigan peeps. I actually uh, also met up with uh, Ruder Alister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry, uh, Made in America, and then uh, Mac came with his wife. Nice. Uh, no way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's cool, man. Well. What up to all those guys? I'm glad you got to meet up with some peeps uh, before you were detained and strip searched. Abused Did they give you a good old fashioned cavity search? No cavity search, but I had to take off all my clothes. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck that, dude. What? Mm. Yep. Oh, my God. That's yep. violating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt bad for my old man, honestly, because he had to go through the same shit, you know? Oh yeah, really? Ugh. Fucking a. Yeah, that's uh, so man. fucking unnecessary. Yeah, really. like, is what that is. Totally so unnecessary, crazy, dude. Completely, yeah. absolutely nuts. Actually, Somebody just uh, time and resources. Easy, uh, just posted in the comments that I guess dude gross talk about it a lot. Going from Canada to Washington, you know, it's legal in both fucking part like parts. It's. Uh, uh, I see you there, Mies. What's up? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I would have never That's thought strange. that either. You know, I would have just. I, I didn't either. That's why I traveled through. I was like, dude, they're not going to give a fuck about this. It's herb. Like, I'm not traveling with fucking yeah, heroin. Right. Like, oh. What the fuck? <sighs> We're still living in living in the in the past in, in some ways, you know? Yeah. Still, still a bit of reefer madness going on out there, even though. Over the stupidest shit. This is, stu- it is. stupid. This is stupid. It's very stupid. Very stupid. Oh no! Hold on, hold on. 
Uh, excuse me, wife, could you bring a lighter when you have a moment? Yeah, and then on top of this, a checklist for before the show. (laughs) After I woke up from my nap, uh, from coming home, I woke up with no power. Like the fucking hitch just kept coming yesterday. Uh, Oh yeah, that's why we didn't have a show. I'm I'm glad that uh, yesterday is over. Like I left Michigan at 11 a.m. I didn't get home till 9 a.m. the next day. Oh man. Well, yeah, your GPS didn't save you any time at all, dude. Nah, no. Yep. And for those of you who might end up taking this trip, it can happen to you because it is the quickest way. And that's what Waze wants to do. It wants to bring it the quickest way. So when you see that sign that says uh, road to Canada, make sure you take a turn because once you're on that road, there's no turnaround. You can't turn around. It's like a mile long. You're just on it and that's it. You can't can't get off. And And they hit me with a toll, too. To enter the fucking country, and I still couldn't enter the country. So they got my money there too. Sick fuck. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fuck Canada, and fuck the United States too. Insult to isn't injury. that like their isn't that their national anthem? Like fuck Canada. <laughs> some yeah, it goes something like that. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> man. Yeah, now that sucks, dude really really sucks um i'm glad you had a good time now the looming question is what are you smoking on tonight right now i am smoking on some lemon cava <laughs> lemon cava and for those who don't know <laughs> that is black lemon cake crossed with peanut butter breath red boy by my boy jet at brothers and farms can't get enough of you saying that <laughs> lemon it's like your baby lemon cola i love those lemon tarps man all right I, they are delicious delicious i know we're all we're all coughing tonight man i got i definitely have like a little i don't know what it is springtime congestion i think it's allergies honestly allergies. So, you know when i when i take a puff i'm usually coughing so mm. we'll be hitting that cough button as if possible tonight um yeah, lemon kava. You still got a bunch, or you're running low on that? I am running low, but I got another hobbits coming up. Good. Yeah. Yep. Do you just always have it in rotation? Most always, of the time. Always. There's been times where, like, I won't grow it for like a couple of months or whatever. But luckily, I have so many spots that if I, uh, you know, if I need to run it, I will. Cool. 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 What about you, G three? This is meth wedding. Hmm. Nice. Easy breezy, beautiful, yeah. chilly. Little nitrogen yeah. sensitive. Mm. And her her daughter iced and baked is just as nitrogen sensitive as she was. Really? So. Just finicky. She's beautiful though. She's covered in frost. She's coming down in the next two weeks, I think. But yeah, super nitrogen sensitive. Oh. See the one the one I grew, I, I don't feel like it was at all. It was very I don't know. Easy, breezy, and beautiful, actually. I like you. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, like different phenos, maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, I had two different plants. I've grown her twice, and I had two plants that looked completely different, but both of them were super sensitive to nitrogen and went black, super dark black. Oh no, I'm saying, uh, I'm seeing we're having some technical difficulties. Uh oh. People in the chat are saying uh, 
The stream froze? Uh, don't know, guys. Don't know. I, it seems like it's recording on our end. That's all. Arama says it's on now. Says we're all fine right, now. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Good, good, good. Well, Meff's wedding is still one uh, you got to get your hands on. Yeah, sure. she's great. Sure. She just watch your nitrogen. Watch your nitrogen. Yeah, good. I mean, it is always a good tip. You de you don't want to overload those plants, especially early on. Um, nitrogen's kind of the the one usual, usually the first ingredient in, in any grow blend, right? If you're using synthetics, you get those veg newts. You're gonna get a lot of nitrogen. Just take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, you don't need to like. You got to keep in mind, guys. These labels want you to use more, so you buy more. Um, and especially with autos, they're a little bit more sensitive. Um, they don't quite need as much in the beginning. So, you know, True. I always tell people to start with twenty five percent and read the fucking plant. You know, um, truth. It will tell you if it needs more. It will. It will. It'll. It'll show pretty much. I mean, in cocoa, right? It'll show right away. You can't it take more. it away. You can always add more. And I can tell you from personal experience, the plant will recover much faster from being hungry than overfed. Great advice. Great advice. Um, so I'm packing up a little bit of Sour Stomper. I was told the other day that I always smoke Sour Stomper. Really? Yeah, you're stuck on it these days, seems like. Yeah, you sound like me. Know. You were smoking Zeroso, I feel like, the other day. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm I am like in between harvests right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, my jar collection is dwindling. Many less varieties than i'm used to seeing in my in my collection so like I, I have my favorites among them sour stomper is definitely like top of that list uh some of them like you know i gotta the one i didn't do it any justice man the orlando's magic i totally fucked up drying i don't even in, i don't even enjoy smoking it because it's just like ah uh, it's a bummer what'd you do the the humidity in the, like, so my, I had issues when I was drying. I was relying on a little Target brand humidifier. It failed in the middle of drying and the humidity in the tent dropped down to like 30%. <clears throat> I didn't catch it for like a day and a half, you know, just didn't go down there because I figured it was all working fine. And man, it, it was towards the end of the dry too. So it got it all crispy and crunchy and it's just it's not it's Ooh. not good yeah, it's not good edibles yeah i mean I'll, I'll do something with it but you know it is funny now that i've i've been growing for i don't know a little under three years now okay since i since i started and invested got my like beginner set up and all the all the initial equipment that i got spent a you know a bunch of money at the time and and it's it's interesting now to see kind of like which components of my grow are starting to fail first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, I don't do any maintenance. I like truly, guys. Like it's been it, all this shit's been running non nonstop for three years. The it's light. It's the end fan. of the honeymoon period. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is over. Oh, yeah. And and I mean, you know, if you followed my. 
my sagas over the past like couple months, you'll know like I I experienced some light problems. I experienced some uh I mean this this humidity issue, it, it wasn't like it it I did end, end up having to get a new humidifier for the for the dry tent, okay? So broken humidifier. Um you know, I can't, I can't even think off the top of my head. I know there's been other shit, okay? Most recently, um I don't want to don't want to give it away okay but i noticed okay we'll we'll try to diagnose what which of captain's grow gear broke in in this scenario okay so over the the last couple months not months weeks okay um i've noticed the humidity in my three by three up in the attic and and in the five by five like both of those tents okay really high humidity no matter what I was, I was opening different flaps on the bottom. I, I even, you know, went in, tried to like look inside the, the inline fans to make sure they were running, making sure they were pushing air. Like everything seemed to be fine, man. But like when I had it all hooked up and, you know, I had, you know, the ducting and it was on like speed five, speed six. I'm not sure about half, half speed. Okay. No, no negative pressure in the tent. And I couldn't feel any air, you know, like getting sucked through the ducting. Right. Uh, there was no exhaust seemingly, even though the fan is like chugging along working fine. Okay. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I can do. Okay. I, I figured, it's got to be the fans, right? There's got to be something. They're just not working as strong as they used to. Like, even though they are working, maybe it's just, the, you know, the power's um, been lessened because they're dirty. Even though I tried to clean them, maybe, maybe it's something I'm, I missed, you know? Like, the, it's got to be the fans, right? What do you think? What do you think? Was it the fans? What what's going on? Like, what would you do? What would you guys do in this scenario? Because I, mean, I I had I ended up having to just crack the tent, leave it like open half the day, just to exhaust as much of that humid hot air as possible. Mm. The hu humidity in that tent was at like ninety percent sometimes, dude. It was bad. And those two autos in there are like almost done. We're talking like day seventy. Jesus. Yeah. Are you so, scared out of your head? Yeah. Every time I looked in that tent, I was fully expecting there to be bud rot. I was fully expecting to see mold. Mm. You know, like it was it was a bad out of control humidity situation that like I just didn't know what to do aside from just biting the bullet and buying another P4 for the tent, you know? So of course, I, I do what I, I normally do in these cases. I, I asked Monster. <laughs> That's what we all do in these I situations. Asked Monster. And I, I don't see any guesses in the chat. I, you know, I don't see any guesses. Um, but it, it was not the humidity fan, guys. It was the fucking carbon filter. Carbon filter. That was my first guess because you told me the fan was working. You just weren't getting any suction, and you told me that it's your original carbon filter. They generally only last like eighteen months to two years, and that's at best. Um, they just they don't last that long. So, so what happens to make it clogged? Dust. B before we even go there, G three, like I and I've heard what Monster said. You know, like 
they have a lifespan. They can only last a year and a half, maybe two years at best. And it's, we're past that point. Okay. Now there's some things you can do though, to make them last a little longer. Um, the pre-filter, if you clean that regularly, and then also I've never done this. So you take it for what it's worth. I've heard of people actually taking out the carbon because just rivets that hold that in um, and putting it in the oven and baking it. If you rebake the carbon, it activates it. I guess I can't, can't vouch for that see i guess i expected the thing to fail i just didn't expect it to fail in that particular way <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah like i just expected there to be like a noticeable smell when i was using it but like and there, there wasn't because there was no fucking air coming through it at all like the damn thing was completely clogged whether it was dust whether it was the the carbon i don't know somehow like uh getting larger over the course of time i I don't know if that's maybe something that happens to it who the fuck knows but like yeah carbon filter so as soon as i disconnected the carbon filter from you know the exhaust circuit as it were boom negative pressure uh Humidity dropped in the tent like instantly. <laughs> I mean, I just would have never thought of that, honestly. Like, I would have never thought of that shit myself. So, man, thanks, Monster, <laughs> yet again for, for help, helping save the day. <laughs> just, it's it's funny, different perspectives. You know what it I mean? It just comes like, with experience, man. I've just, been doing this a long time. So, yeah. like, I've had these problems before. Like, every problem you've had, I've had it. So, mm. um, you the learn equipment failure thing. You yes. learn from mistakes, man. We all learn, you know, like um, I knock Vivo a lot, but I run a couple of their carbon filters and for the money, they're all right. Yeah, that's um, what they were. You know, Vivo so um, those AC Infinity ones, I'm really not impressed with because they're more money than the Vivo. And I feel like they honestly perform the same. Um, I've said it before. I, and I hate I, I it's just it's not that simple, though. It's the amount and the quality of carbon in there. Like if you, I hate supporting this company because it's fucking Hawthorne or Monsanto or whatever. I always get them confused. But fresh filters, if you pick one of those up compared to an eight inch AC Infinity or a Vivo, it's not even close. You can feel oh, the difference. It's like double the weight. They're expensive though. They yeah. are, but you get what you pay for. Yeah, and it's true with carbon filters, generally speaking. All right. True. Last longer than eighteen months. More, more none of them really last that long uh more long and it's just going to give you a better quality filtration so if, if smell is something that you need to mitigate and it's like at its utmost importance i always recommend those or, or fat filters um are pretty good too all right it's the so... amount of carbon in there that you know what i mean like if you can pick them up and feel that it's like almost double the weight yeah you know yeah. you're getting you know, what you, more, what you more filtration. Mm-hmm. Um, now you mentioned monster, like, can, can you actually replace the carbon that's in there? Like, could I, could I clean my carbon filter and make, I it don't see function not, like new? really. So you're the first thing you'd have to do to just obviously take the thing down. You'll notice that on each end, they're riveted shut. So you can't just pull that off. You have to drill out those rivets, which may sound complicated, but it's really not. Just get a drill uh, with a drill bit and aim it right at the rivets and just drill them out one by one. Um, then you could take the top off and um, you know access the the carbon, empty it out, put it back in, and then and to replace the rivets, you would just put screws, sheet metal screws. Um, 
to close it up tight. I've seen some filters too um, with like reversible ends. So like um, you take off the end that you're using now, put it on the other end and just flip the filter um, 180 degrees. So there's, a, there's a couple of different things you can do. I just, you know, I just generally don't like to fuck around with them. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that's just not that expensive and it's like time is money type of thing and you could spend all that time fucking with it when you could just go out and buy one for 60 bucks um, and call it a day. Because mm-hmm. even if you replace the carbon, yeah. like, you, see, you, yeah, if you're wondering where to buy carbon locally, usually your pet stores have them for fish tank filters. Um, okay. I've seen people make carbon filters and I'm like a DIY guy, but I generally wouldn't fuck with something like that. Like to me, right. If I'm running a carbon filter, it's because I'm worried about smell. Right. I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm just, I'm just not going to fuck around with that. Like, especially if you're a fucking tent pirate in an illegal state for me, I just, I wouldn't recommend anybody just doing that. Just go get a new one. You know, yeah. especially we're talking about your fucking freedom here. You know? Uh, yeah. See, I'm like, I'm, I'm the worst. Like it fucking failed. Like I took it out. Like I have not replaced it. You know, I'm just like, I don't, I don't smell it that much. Like, I think it's fine, (laughs) but you know, I'm just used to the overwhelming terps like in, in the grow room. I'm sure it's a, who knows? Now I, I, I would definitely recommend getting a new one. I will definitely be doing that myself. Um, I might even look into these fresh filters. It's a pH, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fresh filter. All they're right. like, they're going to run you. I mean, what size fan do you have? It's a four inch in that, oh, tent, that's, that's but I'm going to need two because the same thing happened in the five by five, you know, like it's just, I got all this stuff like around the same time, man, it was two and a half, three years ago. So like, I'm lucky they lasted this long. Yeah. Shit. You know, have you tried just washing the pre-filters and uh, seeing if that could buy you a little bit more time? Oh, uh, you mean like the... So on the carbon filter that there's cloth, usually... Yeah, that around, cotton cloth. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. They start was, out white. filthy, yeah. It was yeah. filthy. Yeah. But I, tr- I tried. I mean, it's it's like you said. It's just not worth really fucking around with. I just got to get a new one. But Yeah. Well, um, what you could do with those, um, especially since carbon filtration is such of you know the importance, what a lot of people like to do is run one just in the room as a standalone. So if you had like an extra fan kicking around, you could wash that and just kind of throw it in the room and maybe kick on periodically. I don't know. Just a yeah. Suggestion. I might just get a a big one for like. Well, I have to get a whole fan set up then to like just run one in the room. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That'd be ideal. Um, but yeah, he Mizi says the same thing. Took his off, and he's been nose blind. That's a good term for it. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say that. You, yeah. you, you, you kind of get used to your own stench, Everyone, whether it be yeah, body odor or exactly. cannabis odor. You can't smell yeah. your own farts, and you can't <laughs> smell your own grow either. I don't know. It's it's funny. It's definitely funny. But I gotta just buck up and get one. Yeah, man. Equipment fails all the time. I I. Uh, I've been dealing with the last couple of months. It seems like every time I turn around, a dehumidifier shits dead. So, <sighs> yeah. Like, so, and you know, while speaking, you know, dehumidifiers, and while I was thinking of filters, 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 you know, in my head of like, all right, like, dude, there's so many filters in my grow that like you, you don't often think about. Okay, namely in your dehumidifier. Okay, like, just it's it's just our 
our friendly reminder to all you guys out there listening, like to just check your equipment. Think of the things that you don't usually think about and do maintenance checks because it'll save you the trouble of being like in a situation like mine where it's like, you know, you, you encounter the symptom to the problem and it spirals out of control and you're expecting your grow to literally fail because of it. Like mm. that, that's not good. That's not a good feeling at all. No, no. And what uh, people don't realize too, when your fans are dirty, they're actually using more power to try to keep up with the speed that it's designed to run at. So they use more power and they're giving you less air. So it's yeah. like you're yeah, you're literally just throwing money out the fucking I window. Know. I was wasting money just <laughs> running those fans at like ha- even on like half speed, but like still as soon as I took the filter off, man. Right you probably down. heard that thing wind right up like wah. <laughs> well, so it was it was still it did a little bit, but like it was still pushing. I don't know. I think the air was literally going back into the tent. The weird because it almost felt like there was positive pressure. In the, mm-hmm. I swear to God, it was just blocked, so all the air just was coming back in. This is the importance ever. of like full tent resets. Like I'm not saying yeah. every grow. I mean, every grow you should do a full wipe down, clean everything. You got to do a check over of your equipment, but yep. like at least what every other grow, break yeah. everything down, clean it, full maintenance checks, full- put it all back together. I don't know. You have, if you ever worked in like the uh, restaurant industry, I, I did for a few years, you know, they call it like a, a, a detail clean, right? Where they like, you come in one night, you know, all hands on deck, you know, like bleach the bar area. You like take all the bottle tops out or all the bottles out. You take all the chairs out. You take everything out and you just bleach it full deep clean. That's what you got to do maybe once a year in your tent, you know, like, and we're talking about to the point where don't be lazy about it. Like I was right. Literally disassemble everything. They're meant to come apart. Clean the filters. Pieces are meant to come apart so they can be cleaned. Well, I, I, I fuck up and I like, don't listen to my own advice just so I can, you know, show Have you some guys content what for the happens show. when you don't. <laughs> that's that's kind of what happened. Um, but no, it's, I didn't expect it to fail in that way. It's interesting. But I just wonder what will be next. What will be next? The equipment failure saga continues. Yeah. it's uh, You keep growing long enough, you'll run into it a lot, man. It shit just shits the bed. And it always comes at the worst time. I mean... I mean, we say that, but is there really ever a good time for shit to die? Um, no. no, it's like it's always when, like, I got a phone call when I was in Michigan that, like I said, one of my dehumidifiers died. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? You know, I can't yeah, do anything about awesome. it here. So mm-hmm. I had to, had to get some help. Luckily, uh, I was able to do so. But yeah, man, um, be prepared. More shit will die. Um, <laughs> and, and you'll, <laughs> and what's, what's, what, you know, there is a positive side to everything, right? one thing here you learn something and now when this happens again you'll know yeah uh, as I long s- as you don't get bud rot like it wasn't a horribly uh, expensive lesson thank god i didn't um knock on wood right i know and and these two 
autos that are in there. They're from the, the 2020 autos. They're looking really, really good. I mean, I got to give them full credit, like resilient genetics. Um, definitely must have been tested in hot, humid environments because shit, that, that tent was like 85 degrees Fahrenheit and 91% humidity when I went up to check on it the one day. And like, all right, so let's, uh, I don't even know what the, what, what, what VPD would that be, guys? Anyone know off the top of your head? No. Hell. That's hell <laughs> VPD. That's, that's, yeah, that's like we call that Houston or uh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's somewhere in like Nolens. I don't know that that's southern southern humidity and heat. Um, I'm going to try to bring it up, man. Uh, here we go. Got to find out. Got to find out that VPD. What does VPD stand for, guys? Vapor pressure deficit. Oh, it's not not a very possible deficiencies. <laughs> no, okay. no, no vapor although pressure the, al- al- although Va- that can help. The vapor pressure deficit, which is kind of a, a ratio of your. All right, so this is what we want flower stage in Fahrenheit. It's kind of a ratio of your temperature and your humidity that, uh, I don't know, it gives you a more dialed in, instead of relying on two numbers, you can kind of rely on one number. And it gives you, it gives you um, a nice range. See this, this green streak going through the chart here is the range you want to shoot for. That's where your plants are going to be able to transpire the most and like breathe. So they're going to be able to take up the uh, water and the nutrition that you're giving them. And they are going to be able to exhale into the environment too. The more transpiration, the better. That's right. Exactly. Oh, we got, someone says very pretty daisies. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that I like that a lot well think of that every time i think of vpd now i'm just oh, such pretty daisies um all right so man what was it 85 humidity or temperature that's like that's right in uh in that range and then 90 it's actually not as crazy as you think i bet when you look at it it's like a, po- a point two per 0.2 VPD. Definitely a little high. A little. Well, so is that low? Like because the plants v- are drowning. The way VPD works is like that's if that's a 0.2, you want to shoot for basically like a one. If you're around one, 1.2, 1.4, you're in like the Goldilocks zone. But like, yeah, 0.2 is way the fuck off. That would be, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, if you got like, you know, 80 per, 85 degrees humidity, but it's 15% humidity. You're at like a three, three and a half percent or VPD, 3.5 VPD. You know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I, I didn't like it at first. I really didn't like messing with VPD, but it's a, it's a pretty nice way just to know if your plants, I mean, you know, 
the old fashioned way you used to do it. It was just like, oh, well, you want your 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 humidity to be like higher in veg and then you lower it to about 50, 55 percent in flour. And you shot for these general numbers of like, all right, if if I'm at 70, 75 percent humidity in veg, that's good. That's where I want to be. But you can you can definitely dial it in more, you know, mm. based on your your temperature that you, you find yourself at. So I think it's it's helpful. It is, and uh, things like the AC Infinity controllers, um, the 69, the Pro, and the non-Pro version will actually give you VPD um, in the so, chart. I don't think that – I think it's just the Pro, but no, maybe no, it's – No, because I don't, I don't have the Pros. Okay. Yeah, it's just the it's 69. The 69. I have, like, the 67. I don't know. They're, this shit's so confusing these days. Like, honestly, why don't they ship – why don't they give you an option – to upgrade your controller when, you, I when agree. you buy the fucking fan. Like, I don't want to have to buy another $99 controller to access the features that I should have in my $150 inline fan in the first place. Like, that's well, ridiculous. The All the new ones, I believe, come with the 69 standard. Um, at least the ones I've been purchasing lately for people. They all come with the 69 standard, which gives you bluetooth capabilities yeah it does all the same thing the pro does it just doesn't have wi-fi it doesn't have vpd no that it does doesn't. the one that they ship with i don't it doesn't I can, dude I does it have it as a i'll as show a, you as a I'll measurable a point that will like control your controller for you now that i'm not sure if i do know it shows it to you in the chart though like, it shows, it'll oh, show it to you, to you yeah. but it yeah. you can't you can't control your fan based on like all right i want my vpd to be between 1.2 and 1.4 you can't so, you want me to tell you, you why that's still um, completely unnecessary though pro because all you need to know is what your numbers should be and therefore you know, you set it based on humidity and temperature. I know. I'm just yeah. saying it's it's not like a a feature that's I don't know. I don't feel like that's a feature they should be holding out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's all. But uh yeah, it's it's relatively easy to figure it out based on, you know, your your humidity and your temperature settings. Mm. If you, you gotta just... be make sure you're measuring in the correct place in your tent. Yes. Oh this that's is key. Good. It's a good point. Why don't you expand upon that a bit? I mean, if you're like measuring super way up high, like depending on where your temperature probe is, if it's resting against a plant or a leaf or something else, it's going to be skewed. And then your VPD is going to be garbage. And then you're not going to know why things aren't working. So like check basic stuff first. Make sure your temperature probe is reading like where you want your leaves to be like right at your canopy that's the whole point of a probe i think right like, at your canopy i'm glad you mentioned that i feel like a lot of people don't pay enough attention to where their probes are i've come into some people's rooms and seen them on the floor right i mean really because vpd what are we measuring we're measuring the leaf being able to transpire so what temperature do you want to measure you want to measure the temperature of your leaves put the yep. probe next to yeah. your leaves but not touching your leaves <laughs> The old, the, the old way to measure VPD was a lot of times with like a temp gun too. Like you measure the leaf surface temperature uh. um, to, to get it that way. Um, and that's why we need to run warmer with LEDs because we're not getting UV that we typically would get with, you know, standard HPS lighting. 
So you need to run a little bit warmer. Um, and I feel like I still get a lot of people pushing back on that, um, particularly people that transition to LEDs. Um, you just need to run warmer. Um, get it out of your head that you need to be at 78 degrees. You need to be closer to like 83, 84, even 85, really, in my opinion, to get them. And that's going to be strain dependent, right? Like some of them are going to, I've noticed that like, you know, I've had to adjust my parameters for certain strains that I haven't grown before. Some of them like things a little different. You do have to be, you have to watch your plants, of course. Like that's rule number one. Do what your plants tell you to do kind of thing. They're, they're the boss. But if you follow this VPD chart, like in nine cases out of 10, maybe even like 99 out of 100, you're going to have success. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's interesting. They give you, you know, one for veg too. This is the veg chart. So like it shows that you, you just want to run a higher humidity. Um, you can see the, the line kind of starts a little back further. That's because as you go further left in this chart up top, like it's the humidity, you'll see it. You got to go to the pulse website and look at their, at their, uh, their VPD charts. Now I thought it was funny cause I, I use this chart for, you know, checking my, making sure I'm in that Goldilocks zone. I have it printed out actually, like posted up on the wall of my grove. And I've gone to this website, I don't know, dozens of times, right? But I've never gotten anything from the website. I just use their charts. Uh, <laughs> Especially now with the AC Infinity controller basically being able to do a lot of what those pulses can do yeah like i don't i don't know about these things dude if anyone think, uses them tell me i you know tell me i need them i think they're badass the thing. but i mean for the money i just don't think they're worth it you can get other stuff to do similar things for cheaper prices all right so they have this new thing all right maybe i could bring it up all right this is their new thing the hub and it's they're expensive see this like you know the first one starts at like 400 the reservoir kit eight eight hundo okay but even like i don't know it's saying it's it's got 200 bucks off so this is like what they're gonna charge a thousand dollars for this and what it, does it do uh so if i if i'm reading it correctly it does everything that like their pulse pro does okay which is it'll monitor temperature it'll monitor humidity it it'll track your vpd in your tent okay for you it will track your ppfd actually like and give you it'll notify you if if things are out of whack if you're per, you know if your tent environment is not what you have programmed it to be I do not I do not think the pulse allows you to control any of those you know parameters like you can't you can't go in and like well oh shit something's out of whack I got to like change it it doesn't allow you to do that remotely you still have to go into your your own grow and fix the problem it just is like insurance as far as I understand it okay what this new thing allows you to do Apparently, this reservoir kit is just like an EC and pH monitor for a reservoir that also does what I just explained. It just seems like an awful, 
like for a tent pirate, it just seems like an awful lot. That's all. Yeah, I don't feel like they're aiming these towards tent pirates, though. These are more for commercial grows. Okay. Yeah. Is it though? Yeah. Are yeah. they? All right. Yeah, How I, much is an AC Infinity well, controller? I guess I should know that, huh? Like for instance, like when I was at when I was at Samantha's facility, the Fresh Connection, I was there actually when their lead cultivator was playing with this. They're just getting it set up. Um. So yeah, they. I think like the Pulse and like the Pulse Pro, like those things are geared towards like a home grower or a tent pirate, although kind of expensive in my opinion um i kind of feel like with the ac infinity 69 controllers they're kind of like they're going after things like the pulse um and things like the Ooh. troll master with the uis system you can literally set up almost any device imaginable and control it with that plug and i've been playing with them and i've been putting it through its paces to try to break the uis plug itself yeah because it says it it, can, it says it can handle 15 amps and i can confidently say that it'll handle 15 amps nice. you can plug like a du into it yep that's what's up mm -hmm. all right well so and that'll even let you control the environment from from afar you know yeah like so that's, like the, that's the the ultimate now the ac infinity to the best of my knowledge don't have anything like this hub reservoir kit yet but i mean just wait five minutes they're coming out with new products all the time yeah that's mm -hmm. that's you know i i mean i can only imagine like the the gear wars will ramp up i mean we'll see something like this this is all healthy competition and it's good to see other I, companies yeah, doing doing these types of things you know it's a cool it's a cool product honestly I just feel like for my purposes, it's an awful lot, especially, uh, you know, I'm you're running I water. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I don't care about the mm. EC or the pH. It's just like, yeah, it's a whole different world, you know, but I can mm. see why if, if you're running salts, like that would be a big deal. Stuff like moisture meters and, and soil um, and medium pH meters and stuff like that can come in handy. Um, but you know, listen, I'm all for automation. Everybody knows it's like my passion. Um, but I do feel like there's a certain point where you need to learn how to fucking grow first before you automate everything, right? Um, it's true. So it's because, true because shit's going to break and you need to also learn how to diagnose things. And if you just, you know, set it and forget it and walk in and harvest, right? Like, uh, you know, like, I've heard the argument for people like, oh, I don't want to automate because then I'm not going to spend as much time with my plants. That's a bullshit yeah, argument. You, still you, spend you can spend time. more time with them if you automate shit, right? Um, but if there is some people who like, they don't have a love for the plant. They just want to get high. And those are the people that will set up automation and then grow boof, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, you got to- Or consider gotta... maybe your plants need more than you can give. <laughs> It's very, very meta. I like it. I mean, really, like you only have so much time. Oh, I want to spend so much time with our plants. Okay, well, maybe your plants want to drink all the time. Very true. Maybe you just, even if you're, you think you're doing it right, how do Look, you really know? Every living creature on this planet, whether it's a microorganism, a plant, or a human being, we all thrive on consistency. And that's what automation will allow you to do is be consistent. Yeah. I, I do think, you know, aut like automated watering is, is the one thing I would recommend to a beginner. It's going to save you so much headache. 
gonna save you hassle. I mean, you still it's it's a skill hand watering, yeah, like it's worth it's worth learning for sure. But like what I don't know, if you're if if you're just growing for your own personal medicine, you're gonna save yourself a lot of hassle, man, a lot of headache and a lot of trial and error at the very beginning stages of your growing if you do invest in um, automated watering in some capacity. It's like you're going to get the most out of your plants, pure and simple. All it comes down to. Yeah, it's consistency, man. That's what automation yeah. brings is consistency. And environment probably being, you know, the most important thing as far as keeping your plants healthy. Um, even just something as stupid as a, as a or as simple as an AC Infinity controller, you know, setting your temperature and humidity parameters can, can, can help a lot. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe. The fact that it was consistently like 90% humidity in the tent did me some good. There is something to be said for that. I've said it before, man. Like, eat, like I've seen people do fucked up things for the whole grow and the plants just adapt, right? Because um, at the end of the day, they want to survive. Right. I know. Like, honestly, I was worried when when I fixed the environment. Then I, ch- I was checking on them even more constantly after like I fixed the problem. Like, oh, shit, it's now the humidity is like 65 percent 60 60 percent like uh, they're gonna they're gonna get bud rot now aren't they that would be my That's fear it's gonna happen it's like like the guy who smokes two packs a day for 40 years then he quits and he gets lung cancer you know it's just like oh man should have kept smoking <laughs> kind of what i tell my dad he's 73 and he's a pack and a half a day guy like, why <laughs> just why stop now yo, you you, I don't know. It's working with your body chemistry, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like, no, it's. I guess fixing fixing the problem in my case was probably a good thing, especially right now. Like these these autos are definitely getting fat at this. Point. Glad I fixed it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's you know it's funny. I'm glad you brought up this VPD chart because it also kind of ixnays a lot of bro science, right? There's people that will drop their humidity down to like thirty fucking percent um in flower because they're worried about bud rot but if you look at a vpd chart that's not not really good and you'll notice the plants will stall if your vpd is is completely out of whack um so you know if they can't transpire correctly they're not going to grow yeah it's true it's true man um that's like they're breathing for lack of better yeah analogy yeah. i mean this the stomata the stomata the little valves or whatever you want to call them they'll close they'll straight up just close yeah. and they won't they won't and if those are closed the plants you know not going to do not going to uh, do anything yo you know what speaking of like stomata's closing okay you know what i read the other day i read that if you smoke around your plants if you vape around your plants it closes the stomata the stomatas will close so do not do that during lights on if you want your plants to have like a full day of photosynthesis work under their belts, you know? Yep. And just from a moral standpoint, like maybe don't blow the charred remains of their brethren in their faces. <laughs> it's if you love your girls, just consider that. Is that like um I don't know. It'd be like making the your 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 pet pigs smell bacon all day. <laughs> There's just something, something like not that. right about it. 
No, I, I feel you. Plus, we work to keep our air so clean, all this filtration and everything, and you're just going to go blow smoke in there. I, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Not that I'm I'm up there smoking all the time, but I did, right? Like, I, I got a vape, you know? I was up there, like, using it, using it to see if the... Uh, I call bullshit on the vape. I was... Really? Because it's, it's just like a water vapor, right? Yeah, you would yeah. think, but, like... Dude, I read I read vapes affect it. Um, maybe it's like the chemicals in I, I don't know. Like the, it's not just water vapor. It's not just like a humidifier, right? Like I, I thought the same thing. Like oh, I'm just increasing the humidity in here because I was trying to test my, uh, my the ducting. You know, like my my inline fan, and I'm like blowing vape at it, seeing if it's sucking anything out it wasn't so the worst thing for him is is 100 cigarette smoke um and you can actually get things like tobacco mosaic virus and, and things like that if you're constantly smoking and handling plants so mm. uh yeah generally like g3 said especially you know you, you smoke an herb and shit in front of him like I've, I've seen some people like yeah man i mean i'm gonna get my plants high like no, no dude that's just yeah. not how it works bro they don't like um, that at all no. i don't feel like but i don't i mean yeah yeah there's there's something to be said for that i don't know i mean listen i'm sure there are some people like i see charles budkowski you know he says my smoking room is my growing room Shit. maybe put your filter on the other side suck in air instead of yeah on the on the on the outside put your filter on the intake Mm-hmm. Yes, good, thank you. Great idea. Great oh, that's, idea. The, that's the best way to do it anyway, if you have the space. F f filters work much better sucking in air and then blowing air into them. Yeah? Oh, it's not even close. It's like hmm. night night and day. Now, I wonder if I would have tried that with my clogged filter, if it would have worked in reverse. And you know what I mean? Uh, just Maybe. Interesting thought. I'll report back. All right. Do some experimenting. Yeah. But um Yeah, I'm so Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. You could. You could just have like a big filter in in the room, filtering everything. Like we'll just get get an inline fan and a filter to put in the middle of your grow room. It doesn't have to be in a tent and it just filters all that air. Yeah, uh, mission brought up had a good comment here, HEPA. Um yeah. I set up HEPA, HEPAs in all my grow, and, and you don't have to buy a $400 HEPA filter. You could buy a replacement HEPA filter and throw it in a fucking tote and put a yeah. fan in it, and there's your air filter. So there's different things you can do. It's all about just being cognizant about what you're doing around your plants, right? We work, like G3 said, we work so hard to keep the room clean and all this stuff, and um, and then you go blowing, you know, pollutant at them. And you call it what it is, but, you know, smoke is a pollutant to them, and they're not going to like it. Mm. Yeah, they close them stomatas. Don't want that. Don't want that at all. So, yo, I wanted to uh, bring up real quick um, you know, one of our former guests here one of, on his Instagram, Basement Grow Show. He had a pretty funny, a funny reel that he did the other day that I wanted to kind of use as like a... I like oh. to think of my plants like a picky eater at a fancy restaurant. Can you hear that? Just like how yep. you like your steak too rare or too well done your cannabis plants don't want their levels too acidic or too alkaline that's why i aim for that sweet spot like a perfectly cooked 
medium rare steak. We're usually feeding our girls at around 6.3. What pH level are you guys feeding at? I like Whoa. to think. So perfectly great question. Nothing against him at all. Like I just wanted to kind of like joke about it because I, I have a completely different approach to, to growing. In the synthetic world, I'm sure like, dude, 6.3, 6.5, like, listen, you view your plants as, as picky eaters at a fancy restaurant. Maybe, maybe that's how a synthetic grower views their plants. And now in my case, I view my plants as like morbidly obese, like fat Americans walking into a golden corral, ready to like chow down on an all you can eat buffet. And they're not picky at all. Like they, that's, they got everything in front of them and they choose what they want. And maybe, maybe morbidly obese and like golden corral is a bad analogy because I'm implying unhealthiness. This is not like an unhealthy buffet. I don't know. Maybe they're just going into like a, a farmer's market with a free pass to, uh, you see, as a salt scar, I don't think about it like that. I like, all right, I usually aim for like a 6.0 pH and and my, and my shit. But dude, if I put everything together and it's like 5.8 or 6.2, I'm fucking sending it. Like I'm not fucking around with it because it's it's gonna drop anyway and, and change. And it really, at the end of the day, doesn't doesn't matter that much. Um, you want to be close. Like you don't have to be like I've seen people like oh I gotta get it down to 5.8 well, on the fucking I mean, dot. That, and that's like what the mentality of someone buying that product, you know, the hub we just showed would also would also have, right? Like, it's mm. just, oh, I got to constantly monitor my pH so I can make sure it's, it's 6.3, right? Well, maybe it, maybe it's in a range, you if know, like, I always range, learned that the plants want some variety in pH as well. That's why there's a range for soil. That's why there's a range for cocoa. And you kind of find a range that works for your plants because they uptake different nutrients at different pH levels. So, you know, if your plant is needs a little more calcium and you give it some more calcium, maybe you want to make sure your pH is in the correct range as well so it can uptake it as much as possible. Good point. So range. Variety. Variety is the spice of life. There is a range. And sometimes people like taper the, you know, the pH up during veg and then down during just so they can access different nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's I've messed around with it a little bit that way, but I just try to stay at 6.0. It's just more consistent that way for me. Yeah. Consistent. But you do it naturally. You even said it like if it comes in at 5.8. All right, send it. If it comes in at six point one or whatever, go ahead. So you're just by your sheer how you behave naturally. You're automatically doing what the plants want. Laziness. No, I just no. It's just I, I just know that it's an acceptable range, and the plants. Yeah, gonna it's just, fine. They're gonna be happy now. If it's like five point two or like six point eight, no, then I'm gonna have to do something about that. But like when you mix your your shit up. And you throw it in, you have an idea where it's going to be anyway. And like nine out of 10 times, they don't have to fuck with it. It just kind of like falls in line. So um, I rarely touch pH up or down. I fucking hate the two of them, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, if I need to, I will. But generally speaking, when I mix my newts, it's usually pretty close to in line. 
And sometimes if I'm feeding heavy, I do need a pH up. Um, and I don't, you know, then I have to use it. But if, if you don't, if you can get away without using any of that shit, you're better off. That's where I find myself in organics, dude. Like I, that's one of the best parts about growing organically in my mind is that I don't check pH. I don't fucking care what the pH of the water. I mean, every so often, okay, I do a, a pH check of my tap water. Like it does change throughout the year. Mm-hmm. The, the, the chemicals your municipality uses to clean the water, it, they alter throughout the year. So like do a, maybe six months, every six months, do a check. But other than that, I, I don't care. I mix up a batch of nutrients in a, you know, five gallon tub. Like you said, send it. It doesn't matter. I like, I haven't thought about the pH or the EC or any of that stuff in two and a half years. Truly. Like it's, it's. That's the last thing I'll be able to get rid of moving from salts to organics. Like I I can't get rid of my pH pen. I just freaking can't. Like a security blanket. <laughs> it's, can't get rid you don't of it. need it. You don't need it. I you just can't it. accept that. That my brain just can't. I I, uh, I would push back it. a little bit on that cap. Like I always still feel like even as an organic grower, I personally am of the belief that if you got your pH closer, you'd get you'd get even better results. You don't have to make the make the plant. I, I think I think it's more about the soil pH in organics like it's true but that correlates to your water ph as well like your water ph is really really high or really really low it's you're you're not going to have the the best of time generally speaking though most people's ph is pretty pretty like in line like you know for for organics yeah and there's there's products um you know us organic growers use to help regulate the ph in like a situation where like typically okay like when you when you mix up synthetic nutrients monster would you say that like it tends to drop the ph yes. of what you started with or raise it always drop any always nutrients, drops, whether, right? whether they be synthetic or salt or organics they're all going to drop uh, the ph agreed you're always yeah. going to see whether you start at 7.4 7.8 it's going to go down to like maybe 5.8 Maybe that much of a swing if you're using salts. I don't know. Um, this product called Dolomite Lime. Yeah, it's in Promix. What, I mean, so I, I'm not sure if it works the same way with synthetics, but in like organic situation, that just regulates the soil pH. That's all that matters. And like if, yeah, it can, it can, if, if you have your, your water's out of whack. It tends to be a little bit low when you mix up nutrients. That dolomite lime works to keep it raised. And that's like, I don't know. It's, it's you, the you just also it's happen to have really great tap water. You're right. You're right. I, I think that is, you know, if you start with a, that's why I check it periodically. If you start with a bad thing to begin with, you definitely want to improve it. Okay. Yeah, like that uh, shit was borderline spring water. Like I couldn't taste chlorine yeah, or anything. It was and, really good. You now, if you if you have bad water to begin with, then think about it more. But I'm just trying to express how much easier it is. 
if if you're not thinking about this stuff in my mind i, I just feel like way easier man it's it's more just liberating i don't know easiest way to grow easiest way to grow but it's all personal opinion of course like g3 says she'll never get rid of her i think it's like your pacifier My ph your, pen your yeah. ph pacifier mm. it just gives me that crazy like organics you have to give up a lot of control in organics and using salts, you have way more control over things. You can dial shit in and, you know, like mad scientists your way into different potions to make sure your plants are as happy as they can be. Organics, there is a lot more trust involved that you did shit right in the first place. And then it's very kind of hands off. And my pH pen gives me that false sense of control that I need to like make it through an organic scrap. Okay. You're like, I'm I'm still doing everything right. It's gonna work. It's like if Trust. nothing else, the pH is correct. <laughs> I, no, nothing I hear else. that. I hear that. You know organics is hard that way. You gotta have faith in yourself. You gotta have faith in your soil. You gotta have faith in your plant. I think where it all went kind of there was a point like yourself g3 where like i was mixing up organic nutrients in my five gallon bucket and then phing like everyone else does with you know, synthetics i did it i had uh you know the general hydroponics the, the, the blue the orange the ph up the ph down the eyedropper the whole nine i even have a a bottle of some like ph up i think it's like it's real strong shit it's, it's not not the gh stuff i got it at a grow shop it's called like chem boys real <laughs> strong acid man like, surprised something like you bought chem, something chem called boys. chem boys i know right it because there was a time when I was pHing my organics because, like G3 said, I felt like it was just giving me that semblance of control over the grow. Like I didn't trust the whole process yet. You 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 hit on all those. You hit on such great points. Like it's it's about trust in the process, and like I did everything right. This is gonna work, and all I got to do is is you know. A, a couple top dressings, a couple foliar feeds, and I'll be I'll be fine. You know, like it does take a while to get there. I don't know, maybe after the time I've been experience. doing it. Yeah. It's just gonna be experience. Have more trust in that process. And the pH has very little to do with it, in all honesty, as far as far as organics go. I think they're gonna like I said, it's more about the soil pH and you can do things to regulate that. And over the, you know, short duration of a grow, it's not going to affect the soil that much. If, if your water is slightly out of normal range, I'm just mm -hmm. saying. But, I don't know. I just feel like giving it ideal conditions to begin with makes it work less, work less to correct yeah. that and therefore can put more energy into other things give her a cushy existence if at all possible yeah so yeah. i would think it's like more the microbes that are working to like regulate the ph and 
and I don't know. Yeah, it's, so it's make your whole... microbes happy. <laughs> so what what pH sure. makes your microbes most happy? That's a great point. I don't know. Maybe it maybe it's far different from your synthetic nutrient absorption chart. That see, like if you're well, you you are a synthetic grower, right? But like when have you yet mixed up like a batch of Cold War, right? Cold War organics in like a five gallon bucket. It's it's a lot like using synthetics. You you know you you mix up a, a batch of them. Okay, you can after you mix it up, check the pH of that. You can also check the EC. Okay, and that's for me where like it all went wrong because I was relying on synthetic growers like charts for like what their EC should be, what their pH should be. Maybe that's all wrong in or an organic situation. Okay, because the EC of like when I followed the feed chart on the Cold War Organics website, I mixed it up the way it should be for like middle of edge. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like the EC was like over three. Th- uh, I, I think this was what's what's it's not EC monster. What's the PPM. other PPM. PPM? It was like over three, 3.1, 3.2. Like that's well, that's that would shit be shitload. Okay, never mind. I'm thinking EC now. <laughs> oh, all these damn conversions. God damn it. It was a sh- it was like really fucking high, is all I'm saying. For mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, you see some Athena growers say like you gotta push your 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 EC at 3.0, but that was like unheard of at the time. Especially in organics. I was like the the PPM was like three thousand. Okay? Well, it'd be fifteen hundred usually. So, so the way they, they cut in half. So, all right. Well, all or I'm maybe, saying maybe your was PPM was 3,000. That's like might have been what I'm thinking of, right? So it was like, yeah. I think the PPM was 3,000. It was really high, man. But then, like, I reread the feedings chart. Okay. And I'm like, I know I mixed it up the way it should be. It's just like that. It's, it's a different operating system. You know, mm-hmm. you can't rely on the EC feeding chart for synthetics when you're growing organics it's it i don't know like the organic molecules are bigger maybe the way epms and ec works it maybe it just reads it differently well it's kind of it's not, not giving sure. the, it's not giving the plant all that ec instantaneously either it has to break down a little bit so that's probably why it's a little Time bit more release. acceptable okay on organics that's just my guess that that's a great great point maybe it is like a time release mechanism it gives it to it over the course of so long as opposed to all at once I, possibly all, all i know is that when i like you said i sent it send it oh fuck send it give it to them they loved it man like i, I it was i was so worried that like i'm gonna come in my plants are gonna be burnt they're gonna you know be shriveled up too much nutrients but just you can't rely on the synthetic charts for that stuff when you grow organically. And like you mentioned, G3, maybe pH for organics is completely different. Have, has there been any, I mean, honestly, I don't know if there's been any discussion on, on that or scientific. Well, generally you want to, you mean like what it should be? Well, like for nutrient absorption for organic nutrients, like 
in like does does ph matter is the spectrum of you know like where like you mentioned g3 like your calcium is better absorbed at like a 6.2 but your nitrogen is better absorbed at more like a 7 you know 7.2 something like that is is that range of nutrient absorption the same for organics does it even fucking matter at all like i I don't know if there's been any real, like, look into this. Well, I don't necessarily know if it's organics versus synthetics. I think it's more or less your medium, like peat versus cocoa and things like that. Like a peat medium is going to want a higher pH. Um, And it just so happens that most people running peat are, you know, in soil and more than likely probably running some sort of organics. Um, Cocoa, you want a different pH. And then, of course, hydro, you want even lower. Of a, of a pH to get optimum absorption. They're all a little bit different. Soils runs, runs higher. Most soil growers run a higher pH. Mm-hmm. In the soil? Well, yeah. The, well, see, they're all correlated. They're all related. What you're putting in is, is going to correlate to your soil pH. If you're putting in highly acidic water, it's going to change that soil pH. If you're putting in highly alkaline water, it's going to change that soil pH. So they all, they're all relate to each other. Like the soil pH is going to be affected by what you're putting in. I think so my, microbes can only do so I, much. I, I mean, you stole, you know, I was going to say microbes. Maybe that's the difference here is like the microbes do a nice buffer of like, I just think the way I do it, man, I don't even think about this stuff. And yeah, my tap water is good. It works out. But like, I don't know, far too much emphasis on pH. I think consistency is going to do you better people's mileage will vary like if they have a highly alkaline water coming out like 8 8.5 and you send that to your plants i don't give a fuck what you're running organic synthetics it's plants not going to be happy at that there's only so much the microbes can do you know um cap just has water entitlement (laughs) well no no his water actually is really great i next time Uh, you're you're around Try that water. I'm telling you, I know that's why he body. doesn't have to worry some, about it because he's I'm just, just uh, he's just uh, locked into it being perfect. So My there you go, privilege. Plans. I know, that's I know. I'm, water I'm gonna privilege. get off it right now. Here's what I'm like: just water privilege. All, all I'm saying is organic. The organic life is great, guys. If you haven't tried it, you should. There's a lot of perks, okay. But what I want to do now is bring up one of our Patreon's garden. Woot, woot. Who will it be? Who will it be, guys? Oh, I see him in the chat. So sky high. Swisky. We are sneaking into your grow room, bud. And so this is, oh, we'll go back even further. Like a juggle. Yeah, this is a hell of a grow right here, man. I, I just want to see what's going on. Want to see where we where it started, where we're at. All right. So this was like a month ago. This was more than a month ago. Some babies. Oh, they're so cute. Looks like he's doing the hand watering. Or maybe. I don't know. I see him in a tray there. Yeah. I like the uh yardstick. <laughs> yeah. Like well, you got to measure their, to their size, you know. Yeah, got to measure their their diameter. I mean, most people would 
request a banana for Schenectady. <laughs> the, the yardstick works good. Yardstick works just as good. All right, he's got a blue Zoroso. All right. I that see two tags there. Can I? It's hard for me to see. What do they say? I think the it they both say blue Zoroso. Oh, okay, just on, in case on one falls one. out. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just a fail safe. Um so that looks to me like these plants are, I don't know, 14, 15 days old at that point. They look healthy, look really yeah. good. Uh they look great. I'll have to chime in in the chat how he's doing the watering, if it's hand watered or if it's uh, using like that tray with an aqua valve. Oh, <laughs> Shaq. I love that. Shaq's I use that gift all the time. And we've got a couple couple days later, a couple nice. days. This yeah, is, so this, you know, when they start he's really using an aqua valve to power it all. There he is. In an aqua valve. Cool, man. Once you see the tray, yeah, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling. Um, yeah, then this is a couple days later. All looking very healthy and happy. Yeah. Got the lighter for scale this time. Yep. Yep. I love those bud trainer clips. I think they're great. Is that what you're using? He's using to um to the do the training on those. Yeah. Wow, look look at them going now. This is like probably a couple days later then. Yeah, he's got those bud trainer clips. They just bend them in like a 45-degree angle. And I just think they work so well. They're definitely not a set it and forget it kind of situation. You have to kind of check back on them, and you'll know when to move them. But Are you supposed to great. take them off, or you just like let mm -hmm. the branch grow into no, them? No, 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 you just <laughs> no, I've them. um. I've actually made the mistake of not taking them off and I've had plants like I wish I took a picture. The branch literally like grows around it and like sucks sucks it in. And the plant yep. can't be happy when that's happening. Yeah, yeah look at this. Thing. All right. I'm just like randomly look at this jet of humidity coming out of like the corner of his tent here. He's gotta be using the monster machine. I believe he is. Is he? Yeah, he's got the. I hope we can find it because yeah, that you can see that like, dude, that's a jet of humidity right there. Look at that thing. Oh yeah, brother. Looks like he's got a HLG, HLG lights. Yeah. He's got he's he's working with one of those radiant uh, heat. Best type of heater you can oil you heaters. Can do. Yeah, they're it's, they're it's, efficient and they're safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got some good equipment. Oh yeah. And the plants look great. I mean, holy shit, it will stop right here. This was a month after we first looked at the plants here. This is probably for autos. Shit, day on day twenty-eight, day thirty, thirty-four, right here, something like that. <laughs> Yardstick for scale. Thank you. Now, so I'm guessing those are what they're 16 inches across now. Now, I noticed so, in his other pictures he wasn't wearing gloves, pops. but here he is. I'm wondering if there was a crime committed. <laughs> I see. He's got he's got the crime the crime gloves on for sure. As you can see, the glove does not fit. You must acquit. I wonder how big those pots are. I'm gonna guess. Probably five, five gal. Five gal, yeah. 
Look at them shaggy girls, man. You can see the the nice work he's done with those bud trainer clips for sure. Mm -hmm. Looking great. Looking really good. So he says that was day 30. Okay, cool. I was right in that range. And that was on the 14th. So then this is day 35. Man, look, they just like start speeding along at this point. That 28 to like 42 range, that's that's your stretch as for autos, you know? So his plants are going to get fucking huge here in the next couple of days. Yeah, man. You give him all you can drink and eat buffet on an auto pot on an aqua valve. Yep, yep. Forget about it. Forget about it. Little de default while in stretch. Very cool. Very cool. Nice, brother. Looking yeah, great. Yeah, man. That, I love the air movement, too. Look how much air movement he's got. What kind of fan are you working with, brother? You got to let us know in the chat. Yeah. That's what you want to see, man. You want to see those leaves yeah. moving. That helps the plant transpire. Just the tops all like rustling in the breeze just a um, beautiful sight it is going back to vpd if you don't have you know air moving across the plants it's you're even with the bang and vpd you're still not going to be ideal you need to have that good air movement sure. for sure man look how great this tent looks is it a four by four five by five wonder Oh, it's looking great. Says yeah. he's using those little blizzard fans. Those are great. They work well. Hell yeah. Yeah, five by five. Five by five. So you filled it you filled it the fuck up, honestly. I mean, mm. so Yeah, it's a proper jungle for sure. How many plants did you put in that five by five, <laughs> brother? That's the question. I mean, six, right? Would be my guess. You put six autos in there in five gallons. Or did you do more? was me i would do five one in each corner basically and then one, one in the middle one in the middle that that's me though like uh the way like a five is is spaced out on a on a, a die right yeah die on a well the singular of dice you know what i mean i i picked up what you were putting down <laughs> exactly so he's got five you win monster you win he did the the dice pattern in his five by five. And it looks like it's working out great. I mean, you really can't tell where one plant ends and the other begins. And that's what you want. Yeah. Nice um, canopy. You achieved mm -hmm. that without use of a scrog. You did use those bud trainer clips, but shit, man, it's different means to the same end. Yeah. He's going to have a really nice fucking harvest <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. For sure. We still got a couple days to, to see in progress here. This is, uh, that was day 38. See, like, just how, how girthy they get at that point, too. Man, they do fill out. Some fat bottom girls. <laughs> Make the rockin' world go round. And yeah, great looking tent, man. He's got the, like you said, HLG 650, AC Infinity tent, top of the line equipment. Now, this, top this of dude the line here genetics. did a shitload of research. He asked a ton of fucking questions. Um, 
he did things the right way. You know, he just started growing and he's already killing it because really? he, yeah, because he did the research and mm -hmm. and planned everything out. And holy shit, he asked a lot of questions. And um, yeah, I mean, like, dude, he he was asking me a lot of questions in the beginning. I I don't hear from him much anymore because well, I think he's, he's yeah, got he's it. got to figure the fuck <laughs> out, dude. I mean, I was not even gonna like. I don't know. I I assumed he's been. Look at that. Wow, I love cool. that. Isn't that it is amazing? An awesome picture. What a cool pic. Yeah, that looks that's what those bud trainer clips will do when yep. the branches get get solid, you know. Oh, I love it's it. So it's like cool. something out of Wonderland. <laughs> that's very, very cool. Oh man. So yeah, I would I was gonna guess he was like an old pro here. This guy looks like he has it all figured the fuck out, man. When you do your research and you plan out accordingly, these are the results that can come come to you you know right um and he, he joined the community and fucking picked out everybody's Man. brain and uh that's so great yeah. i'm a student of cultivation conversation that's what he said oh you're too kind dude no listen it's, i'm not gonna take any credit for anyone's <laughs> grows anymore i promise you <laughs> we, we didn't do this you guys did okay but i, I it is humbling and flattering to hear like you know you learn some of what you know from what we're putting out there the community we we created like that's what we do it for man so it's just it's great to see you having success that's all brother and like i said i would have never fucking guessed you were this can't be your first grow man no, i There's think it's no the second way second or third all right. Well, you, you have a couple under your belt. Yeah, there's no way you could be. Look at him. He's know, already he's, getting ready for the next he's one. He's already got the perpetual grow Fuck going. Yeah, brother. I yeah, see some grow. joint custody. Look, I see one of our, our stickers in there. Some, uh, what is that? Barney's? Barney's. Barney's Farm, yeah. Seedsman. Joint custody. Some slurricunts he got from us. Nice. <laughs> nice. You're going to love that one, man. You'll find a keeper in there. Man, he's already he's got the bug. You can tell. It's a, yeah, by the if you're if you're having success when you start, it's that's when you really get the bug. You know what I mean? Like by two, three grows in, like, yeah, this is what you're doing. He's probably already looking at like getting another tent, <laughs> getting a, another setup for yeah. drying, for you know, whatever else, man. But all I can tell you. So sky high is you're doing a great job, man. Uh, great um, member of the community too. We love having them around. Mm -hmm, for sure. We do. We do. Yeah. Thank you for letting us snoop around in your garden, man. And thank you for being a Patreon supporter. Super cool. Yeah. That's, that's a great thing we, we can do on the, on the show. I love doing that. Just sneaking into our, our listeners gardens, like, unannounced visit all right well i mean anyone put you know you're posting pictures in the discord guys. i may you take you know. up on that so this guy said come over anytime i'm heading out to new york city in a couple of weeks so i'll uh <laughs> might end up i might not take you up on that offer i'll come crashing your couch eat eat your food and shit <laughs> mm -hmm. nice. fuck are your you couch a, <laughs> fuck your couch are you a new yorker new yorker probably we got yeah. a lot of east coast listeners um yeah that was fun dude that was fun man I, holy shit like dude's killing it honestly i'm like i'm blown away 
I'm truly blown away. Um, but yeah, I guess I could probably pop into any of our supporters' gardens. No one that posts pictures in our Discord is gonna gonna be posting unless you're in the plant help section. Then you get some like kind of sad looking ones sometimes. But <laughs> come on, you're showing them off, right? The before um, and afters are fun though. They are usually was... if you come for help, you usually find it. So yeah. seeing them recover beautifully is always a great time. What I love to see is like when people pop into the Ash G3, Ask Captain, Ask Monster threads. There's a lot of times I can't get to it right away, and I notice that somebody's already answered the question for them. Mac. Yeah. yeah Mac. <laughs> Mac is he he knows exactly what we're gonna say. It's, yeah, it's he's like, funny. oh, he'll probably just tell you this, or I know that he does this. Like mm -hmm, this. yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. He's usually spot on, man. So um, yeah, let's let's do a little like uh wrap up section here we go i want to you know thank everyone for listening thank uh supporters yeah. patreon we got um, people uh buying merch, merch. buyers yeah yeah, if you've yeah checked out that new site so maybe i could bring it up here to, to help you guys you're gonna so i don't know why you have trouble getting to the collections thing from his actual website if you search for it so it's best to go through his instagram and As click on the tomorrow, link on his bio he said he added tomorrow, it, it no, won't be a problem anymore they'll found be found able it. to go to our website and actually get to it that way he added it easy to too. yeah um so yeah we want, you'll be able to go to our website in time we'll get this linked but right now if you wanted to go buy some merch you go you can google blurred state of mind and uh, or you I could think just he type. added us right at the top. There. Yep. Ah, oh, right there you the go. Top. He did add it. Wonderful. Thanks, There's Cam. A tab, cultivation conversation, yeah. and we got these six snapback hats. Flex fits, baby. Flex fits. Um, yeah, two sizes available. Two colors available. Um, quality is amazing. Super high. Yeah. No, he did really, a really good really job, good. Of it. and he's a good dude. You know, mm -hmm. like I had reached out to him um and was like you know hey i'm going to this hash bash think i can get a hoodie and a couple hats like within two weeks before i leave and he's like yeah fuck yeah dude and he'd made it happen yeah they everything looks great actually so like we have two versions of the tees and the sweats you know if you want the logos reversed um whatever you think looks best actually this this is the the sweatshirt i want right here right it's i hear got, this this rumor of whoop. the a zip up hoodie is oh, i'm super would, interested would, in would be really cool yeah however this is this is catching my eye i don't know maybe we, we'll talk about zip ups but right this this is just awesome i you like know what's the cool little about that? pirate and then it the has... big cultivation conversation on the back that's cool it has yeah. a fifth pocket in the pocket of the hoodie it's kind Does of hard it? to explain yeah, yeah it's pretty dope stash pocket so you don't get yeah. like your, your stash stolen at the border yeah that didn't help <laughs> <laughs> oh Poor i thought guy. it might all right well well so yeah guys the the quality sky high this guy's great to work with and he, he ships the stuff like pretty much the day you order it that's like, why it took us so long to get good quality merch put uh, to make sure it was done right yeah mm -hmm. And then you can like see an Instagram video of him like making your your damn sweatshirt. And follow him too. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But um, good dude. Yeah, and and it's like a 
a family-owned business. You know, we're supporting uh, supporting the little guy. Yeah, not, he's not just, like a he's running the shit out of the garage, dude. Spring tea. Oh, they were terrible, dude. I literally think that that was somebody in the garage with like a cricket machine. <laughs> <It was> fucking <laughs> worst quality ever. It was so bad. Like the shirts uh, themselves, the cotton or whatever, like wasn't terrible. It was the screen printing process or whatever the hell they were doing. It was fucking dog shit. Looked yeah. like somebody just like it was like one of those iron-on stickers or something. I have no idea, but well. Uh, we finally got merch, guys. Finally, and um, yeah, go check it out. And uh, thank, thank you. Post, post your pictures when you get it. You know, I want to want to see like a fashion show, catwalk, catwalk with your, your cultivation conversation merch. Um, too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the song you always think of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, good times, good times. However, um, yeah, let's let's uh. Call it a wrap for tonight, guys. It's... Thanks, thanks Sounds everybody. Good to me. And, thanks uh, everybody for yeah. listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for chatting yeah. us up. Talk to you until next time. Peace. Don't get caught. Adios. I thought you were going to forget to don't get caught. <laughs>